0: I'm Kaleen Segal. I'm a member of uh, In Dialogue Collective.
1: I'm Tiffany Atali. member of In Dialogue Collective as well.
0: We've started together uh, this uh, collective in 2014, I think now. Mm Yeah. We've been focusing on interactive installations, especially creating all sorts of the moments where man and machines could interact together to create uh, artistic expression. That was kind of our main focus. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, could you explain to us your project?
0: The original project that we proposed and was, is still related to sound and cultural identity.
1: It's called Woodpeckers in the U- Urban Jungle.
0: It, the project started off with the observation that each each culture has its own tonality by the by that is given by the materiality of their objects that they surround themselves with. So the question was, how does this uh, quote, how does this identity sound like? How can we extract from st- static objects, their sonic uh, fingerprint, and how can these uh, sounds trigger in the public a sort of empathic reaction to previous memories that they have related to those objects. So we were playing with a perception, the perception of sound and its relationship to memory in order to give us a relationship to the cultural identity of a space as
1: each objects that are uh, intimately linked to the way they're designed and manufactured. So materiality, morphology, and that gives the sound like different colors, texture, uh, pitch that are like really um, an imprint of uh, what they are and how they're used. And the moment uh, the robotic percussion hit on them... it can recall uh, the usage of the subject and and the memory links with them.
0: So that's one of the main effects that we were trying to achieve with this installation is by having an autonomous entity that tr- triggers these sounds at the desired pattern, we liberate the user from the act- actual action and we make him focus more on the perception of the sound. So by letting the machine have part of the composition rights as much as the human and being this interaction between uh, the the, uh, public's desire and the machine's outcome, we wanted to create a sort of dialogue back and forth through sound.
1: And in relationship to... To the sound of our cities, uh, we imagined that this, this installation could take place in the urban environment, where like the materiality of architectural objects could also talk about like
0: heritage and like past history. This is what well, this became really interesting. Especially when we were the, the, uh, we were in a previous residency in Barcelona, we've noticed how the way, even though. Uh, building elements are standardized. The way they have been worn out by time makes them very unique to the context in which they are built. And it was very interesting to see these minute differences between a rock that has been in a corner and a rock that has been on a balcony, between a piece of metal that has been staying outside to one that was being covered. So you have it, what really interested us in Sounds of Our City was to once capture the direct link from material to sound, but also capture how time can, pro- can produce differences and can create nuances of sound. So adding this, this time to, to our equation allowed us to think of deviations, not only at an element level, but also in the terms of composition over time. So how this composition will change now from playing it in the same space to 10 years from now or three years from now.
1: I think in terms of like space as well there is something that is like really interesting because like we could say that each city would have its own sound but we could even go um, closer and re- narrow down the scale to a neighborhood that like the the function and the, the reason why this neighborhood was built it, its history um, has influenced its materiality and here I'm thinking about the, the, the neighborhood that was part of the brief which has the uh, industrial heritage, which has a completely different materiality than, for example, in Barcelona, the um, the Gothic or the Raval. Um, I think it's like it talks also about the local identity mm.
0: a lot. Yep, yeah, completely. Like at one scale, you have this societal identity that manifests itself through ornaments or for decorative. Uh, uh, elements but at the same time the actual physical materiality of an object is defined by its local identity. A brick is a brick, uh, we build a house of a brick because it's available next to us of stone and of steel etc and we wanted with sounds of our city we wanted to really explore the literal interpretation of sounds of our cities it's through the idea of architecture and linking architecture and sound to produce a form of instrument. <laughs>
1: and i think there was something very interesting actually about the dormant properties of uh, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. the objects that like they are part of the environment and we walk past them every day yet like we completely ignore them but by adding just a tiny little device that like taps on it and produces this sound like it creates it brings life to it
0: mm-hmm. it brings attention to otherwise uh, our objects that we might as well have pass by daily, without giving them that much interest.
1: Yeah, completely. And um, how would you relate the sound in this project?
0: So for us, the sound is, without going back to what we previously said, because we might have a bit introduced this topic, I think, <laughs> in essence, sound is a, an, emo, an a, a trigger that we use to... Uh, set a chain reaction in the user, so he has an empathic re- uh, um, assimilation of the experience. So we we really, for us, sound is a cognitive way of reaching out to the public and stimulating a sort of memory that they themselves have previously associated with the sound.
1: In the framework of sound of cities. We are also talking about silence, mm. sound on silences or silences spaces. Or, so, how would you relate that also? In our case, I would say silence is the absence of audience to trigger the installation.
0: And we have also relate, like for us, that was an interesting question because the installation only. Has presence if it's activated. So if it produces sound. So for that we have we added a layer of light that in the moments of silence there is not there is no absence. We didn't want silence to bring absence, but we wanted silence to mark the. the another moment so for that one that's where we have the display of light and sound in which the light ends up augmenting the sculpture the architectural space in the absence of sound
1: and what does voices mean
0: i think for us voice would be the interface in the sense of how does the public the user the can have a direct impact over the outcome of the installations and how does his voice uh, resonate within the um, overall composition of the machine. And for this part, this is where we actually had to readjust our... Process to adapt to the current situation as we originally wished to have it in a physical form, the interface, where people could actually touch and feel and activate and uh, stop certain elements of the installation in order to create the pattern. Now we were thinking of creating this kind of uh, interface through a web So like this, the voices that can be heard through the installation, that the installation amplifies, are uh, are not anymore the local voices, but are now of a global scale, yet they reflect on a physical, local uh, element.
1: What do you imagine or expect from this residency?
0: Well, I don't know if this is us in general, but we usually start off with no expectations in general of any kind of event because that we w- want to see what our creativity can bring us,
1: and not but, only the creativity, but the ground that we're incubated in, hmm. and that's the main point of a residency.
0: So I guess to be more in tune with what how we are in general, I think we're expecting everything <laughs> and nothing at the same time. <laughs> So thank you. Well, thank you. It was a pleasure talking again.